This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD Plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Our guest is Dr. Oliver Medvedic. Our subject is anti-aging. Uh, he's ideally uh, situated to tell us about that because he's one of uh, the country's leading anti-aging researchers uh, with a degree uh, from Harvard uh, in the subject of uh, molecular biology. And uh, he is uh, uh, also uh, one of the lead investigators on a variety of anti-aging projects. So, uh, Oliver... Uh, one of the projects of LEAF I, I found quite fascinating. There's there's something called an age meter. Uh -huh. What's what's that about? Right. Um, well, before I say that, I, that was very generous of you to say one of the lead, leading researchers in aging. I, I wouldn't put myself definitely in that category, but thank you for that. I've, I've done some aging research, um, but um, I, could, I could rattle off a number of uh, researchers who would, I would definitely put into the leading aging researchers category. Okay. But thank, well, thank you know, you. probably you could stand shoulder to shoulder, maybe with David Sinclair, you know, you know, I'm sure you're pretty yeah. sure you, you know, he's you my, can he's hang my, with him. He's my former PI. I could, I could definitely share a beer with David. Um, but yeah, so the age meter, uh, so that's, that's a project that was launched from, from leaf. Um, and it was basically, we, you know, we helped crowdfund it and, um, uh, Elliot Smalls is the, is the lead, um, investigator behind that project and it essentially um what it is um is essentially a device to essentially um uh measure um physiologic metrics uh, that are biomarkers of aging so this is something that people have been talking about or for a long time which is um and are doing research in which is biomarkers of aging and what that essentially means is some sort of measurement that allows you to um objectively um objectively measure um, the rate or the biological age of an organism and specifically we're talking about humans here um, so you know one one type of you know one metric that we use is our our calendar date of our birth date right so when when essentially we were born so you know right. my my you know so that's that's one very crude biomarker but our chronological age and doesn't necessarily reflect our biological age because obviously you know one person who's 45 um, might be suffering from, uh, you know, uh, some sort of, um, premature condition, uh, you know, that's, that maybe they, they are experiencing a more accelerated aging. Right. A beautiful um, illustration that, of that was at my uh, recent 50th high school reunion, uh, -huh. uh, where some people just weren't there. Okay. That says something right. about their aging. Uh, right. And then, you know, there's a real disparity in the physical condition 
uh, and medical conditions of uh, and and capacities of the people who who were there uh, at the in their late sixties. You know, which for mm-hmm. some people, you know, they can be exceedingly vigorous and active and mm-hmm. productive, and other people are, you know, pretty pretty hamstrung. Yep. And, and, and really, that's, that's a reflection of your body's capacity to essentially repair itself, um, both, both from, you know, both due to, you know, internal um, onslaughts of, you know, the aging process, um, which is basically just a manifestation of our metabolism, and external, you know, effects of, of whatever is in the environment, smoking, for example, or any other toxins that you take in. So it's your, you know, your body's repair capacity. And some people, like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, super centenarians have an enhanced ability to you know to to enact this type of repair perhaps also the immune system there's immune senescence too because that leave you know leads you vulnerable to cancer and infectious diseases right exactly so it's it's all tied together so the you know so there's there people are looking at different um biomarkers of aging so in so in essence can can you um look at a certain metric and say well this person here even though their their birth date says that they're you know, 65, um, this biomarker suggests that they are more typical of the average 50-year-old, right? Um, and so there's, there's um, certain biomarkers are very um, molecular. One example is the epigenetic status of your genome. So that's mm-hmm. basically... Which, um, which now can be measured. There are actually commercial yep. uh, outfits now that will yes. give you a readout on your uh, epigenetic... Uh, mm-hmm. It's based on methylation, I think, uh, yes, methylation yeah. status. Yes, methylation status at... at so basically, you know, the in in a nutshell, for human beings, the epigenetic status, the methylation status, uh, these little you know methyl groups that get attached to your regions of your genome, uh, they determine what cell is you know how how which which cell becomes which cell. So example, you know, uh, the methylation status uh, will determine whether a cell is a neuron or whether it's an epithelial skin cell, mm-hmm. and the that epi- that methylation status um, um, basically gets changes, you know, and lack of a better word, it gets screwed up over time. Um, and uh, the the more it changes, the more radically it changes, the more uh, it is, you know, a reflective of the aging process. So if you have a methylation status that is um, more um, robust and resilient, meaning your cells are in the state that they're supposed to be in, you know, then you basically are um, at a younger state, essentially. Mm-hmm. So we can take a look at the methylation status and, uh, and the Horvath clock. So a Dr. Horvath basically, you know, pioneered one aspect of, of this research, um, can tell you, you know, um, where you fall in as far as certain, uh, you know, uh, a category of, you know, during, you know, in, in the spectrum of aging. Uh, another um, biomarker would be, which is much more simpler, in my opinion, more robust, um, which is what most people probably care more about is um, your, your physiologic responses. I mean, mm-hmm. your, meth- your methylation status you know, is, is, is good at, at the molecular level, but, you know, um, what you really want to know is, I mean, obviously, if, if, if you, um, if you, if you're essentially going to slow down the aging process, you want to feel it, right? So you also want to be, be able to say, well, I, I can run faster, I can breathe better, and, and I feel better. And, uh, the age meter basically looks at physiologic parameters such as, um, respiration, um, it looks at, uh, essentially, um, reflex action. <laughs> looks at response time to you know to auditory signals that mm-hmm. sort of thing, which also involves uh, the brain. You know, not just the lungs and the muscles, but uh-huh. uh, also, you know, also obviously uh, your ability to process uh, data, your memory, and so on. Yeah, 
So, so you know, it's all, it's, it's all, you know, even though uh, it's now known that different organs could age at different rates, um, a lot of the, you know, it's we're coming to the understanding that uh, a lot of the fundamental things that can go wrong, um, path pathway-wise at the molecular level, um, basically, you know, are very similar from different cell type to different cell type. So certain certain metrics such as um, your gait, basically how fast you can walk, for example. Um, turns out that that's an excellent determinant for, you know, how likely you're going to be susceptible to diseases of aging. Um, you know, and uh, so what the age... If, if got, you're a New Yorker, you're probably ahead of the game because everybody walks really fast here, you know, compared yeah. to somebody maybe in uh, Kansas City. Perhaps, <laughs> We're perhaps. fast walkers. Yeah, perhaps, although, although you know, in, in the subway, you can, there's a lot of the slow walkers definitely clog up the, clog up the subways here, um, but maybe they're not from New York City, I don't know. Um, tourists, well, tourists, exactly. But, um, but so the, the age meter is essentially, um, a tablet version of a device that was, um, in development back in the 1990s that used, uh, a PC to essentially kind of measure all of these responses and come up with a number that basically correlates with, um, your biologic age versus your chronologic age. And they've really uh, bought the, brought the cost down since the 1990s. It was like, you know, like tens and tens of thousands yeah. of dollars for this thing. And now through, you know, yeah. uh, development of tech, uh, they've, they've really made it much more economical, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's because, you know, it, it you know, all of, you know, technology and economics, all of this basically, you know, um, goes hand in hand. I mean, the, you know, you wouldn't be able to do this so cheaply back in the, back in the 1990s or mid-80s because not everybody had a desktop PC and, and, and it was very cumbersome. But now everybody essentially, you know, I mean... It's it's almost cliche to say that everybody has a supercomputer in their pockets, which they essentially do, um, and even even more powerful because it's all it's all networked, so you can you can you can do a lot with that information. So um, so the whole point of having having these types of um, biomarker readouts is um, really the key here is to help speed up research into interventions that mm -hmm. might have an effect because. Um, you know, one, one classic way of determining whether or not an intervention works is, did it make you live longer, right? But you would, you would have to wait many, many years for yep. such a trial to get, get the, get the information out to you. However, you know, if, if it is, if you're really tackling the root causes of aging, then you should see, um, an improvement in a lot of these physiologic parameters and even some of these molecular parameters like, um, like uh, the methylation status, you should see a reversion back to a more youthful state. And those types of those types of biomarkers, um, they can be measured much more rapidly and let you know whether or not you're on the right track with an intervention. Now, is the uh, age meter available commercially, or is it available at uh, like anti-aging centers and clinics? Um, it is eventually. It is available commercially. Um, I think you'd have to go onto their website right now and. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I think it's agemeter.com. I'm, I'm, I might be, I might be wrong with that, but it's, uh, just Google it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he, uh, yeah. So they are, they are selling the meter. They are, you know, they are enlisting, I think, um, medical doctors and, and trying to get, um, it adopted in certain clinical trials. And, you know, I'd have to, I'd have to ask, ask those guys to see what stage they're at with, uh, mm -hmm. with, you know, with some of their, with some of their trials. What about telomeres? Because that's a, you know, a lot of people are getting their telomeres checked. They're, you know, you can go on the internet and you can purchase uh, telomere lengthening supplements. What's yeah. up with that? 
I, you know, to be honest, I'll be truthful. I, I don't know. I know they're the big proponent of, of, so I know that there's research that's been published, especially from, um, Elizabeth Blackburn's lab, who, um, Elizabeth Blackburn, for people who don't know, she's, uh, Nobel laureate, who was one of the, um, discoverers of basically, um, telomerase and, um, and not only that, but also her lab and, and Carol Greider and, and others have basically, you know, they, they really nailed it back, uh, uh, a little over 20 years ago now, basically how telomeres get extended, um, really figuring the mechanisms out. And um, I think some of the research, and it's been a while since I read the papers, but ha- has shown that that telomere length is um, malleable as well. That uh, that you know telomere lengths um, can be can be extended. Now, what telomeres are are essentially you know the the ends of chromosomes, and every time a cell divides, if it doesn't have a way to replicate the ends of chromosomes. Um, essentially, the, the the DNA gets lost. It basically it it uh, shrinks, and when it gets down to a certain point, you know it, it's seen as damaged DNA by the cell, and and the cell can either enter senescence, which now leads to a senescent burden of cells in your body, or it could be cleared out of the body through through apoptosis, meaning the cell basically um, c- commits suicide and it's cleared out by by macrophages in, in the body, and um, certainly you know. Uh, Telomeres are crucial. Having having cells that maintain their telomeres is crucial to maintaining, you know, enough cells, enough stem cells in your body. Um, so there is there is evidence suggesting that um, you know that telomere ends, you know, can be re-extended. That that uh, you can you can certainly certain interventions, certain negative interventions can cause telomere ends to you know more rapidly shrink. Um, now, as far as um, supplements to re-extend telomeres, um, I'm not the expert on that, so I really, I, I'm really going to hold off on on, on mm-hmm. recommend pro or con in that in that direction. And that is it's a speculative realm, you know, but there's there is some some promising information, I guess, that certain supplements can help. But also, it, it's really also about lifestyle. It's about uh, exercise to some extent. It's about adequate sleep. I mean, those yeah. clearly, I think, more fundamentally. Uh, have an impact on uh, telomere preservation, right? And and certain things like like uh, adequate sleep. I mean, certainly, research has now come about. You know, um, suggesting as to why sleep is is necessary. I mean, people have been known for a long time that sleep deprivation is highly toxic um, to organisms. Um, you know, I think rats. If you know experiments done years and years ago, um, you know, if rats were sleep 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 deprived for a long period of time, um, they basically drop dead. And uh, the question was, well, why is it so necessary? And it turns out that, you know, sleep is one of these um, periods of time in your body where you essentially your brain is essentially clearing toxins and other waste products um, out. Um, so if, if, you, if you don't get enough sleep or if you have an issue or if there's some other problems where, where these um, damaged proteins um, can't be removed, um, then you will have huge problems as far as neurotoxicity is concerned. Is stem cells part of the remit of um, uh, LEAF, Life Extension Advocacy Foundation? Are they doing research on uh, regenerating organs uh, well, or rejuvenating well, the body with stem cells? Yeah, well, we we aren't ourselves because we we merely we merely um, fund the research. We provide a, a way for we basically connect the donors with the research. But a lot of laboratories and you know and some of the labs that we've or certainly a lot of the organizations we funded um, are definitely um, working on stem cell uh, research. So, you know, for example, um, if you you know one 
I guess just to kind of paint it in broad strokes, I mean, one, one issue with aging as far as somatic cells in your body are concerned, which is basically the cells that um, most of us care about, right, which are the cells that, which are the adult cells in our body. I mean, one of the issues with getting older is that uh, not only do, do those cells go bad over time, but uh, when it comes to stem cells, um, there's less and less of them, potentially. So, um, you know, it's not just a matter of clearing out the bad cells or figuring out a way to prevent um, damage from accumulating, but um, the cells that essentially are the ones that are replicating in your body to regenerate tissues, um, if those are going away, or, you know, or, then you, you at some point need to replenish those. Otherwise, um, there won't be enough cell turnover and your body can't maintain itself, which is homeostasis. And um, you basically, your, your organs will fail at that point. Mm-hmm. Game over. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just curious, uh, you know, you yourself, you know, you're in the midst of all this research. You have access to all these wonderful uh, research papers. You keep up with the literature. Uh, or what are you doing personally? Uh, on the anti-aging front, are you uh, a, a biohacker? You know, working on uh, self-improvement. Uh, no, I'm probably I'm I'm probably the uh, way at the other end of the spectrum. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are intensely into you know. Into so you, you gave it the office. I mean, you're so immersed in this that at the end of the day, you just you probably just want to you know you know go home and watch uh, Hulu or something. <laughs> well, I mean. There's, there's a lot more that I could be doing. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are in the quantify self movement. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. just psychologically, I'm probably not that kind of individual who can meticulously keep track and, 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 and have a diary as to every single gram of everything that I've eaten all day and basically keep track of things. Uh, I, you know, there's certain things that, um, that, uh, I periodically do. You know, there's, you know, there's, there, it's certainly foods that are rich in turmeric. Um, you know, I've been looking at certain supplements such as um, that, like curcumins, for example, um, things that are anti-inflammatory compounds. Um, but I haven't personally have, you know, I, you know, I don't, there's, there's not, other than, you know, everything that I've mentioned right now, which is, um, you know, eat, eat right and mm-hmm. eat, eat less and maintain an active lifestyle and avoid putting toxins into your body. I mean, that's mm-hmm. really, that's really those four things. I mean, mm-hmm. if you do those four things, you'll, you'll go a long way. And also there's strong evidence to suggest, um, that, uh, keep your mind, um, active as much as possible. Do things that are very complex. Um, if you, if you, if you don't know a second language, try to pick one up. If mm-hmm. you don't know how, yeah. if you don't, don't know how to, you know, crossword puzzles aren't enough. If you don't know how to play a musical instrument, well, pick it up and, you know, learn, learn the pentatonic scale or do something, right? That's, that's going to stretch your, stretch your mind a bit and, and basically give you some cognitive reserves. Um, so basically if you do all of those things, um, you know, that's really, uh, that's really more than what most people are, 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 are doing, you know? Um, Indeed. and, and, uh, it's not so much, it's not so much, I think, knowing what to do. It's, it's really figuring out how to, how to how to make room in your lifestyle to do all of these things how to how to basically motivate yourself and because we you know i mean all these things i've mentioned a lot of these things we we've, we've, we've known about for a long time and really the things that we're learning about right now is how these things are very effective now um i i think really the you know the critical component is 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 how do we 
build a society where where people really are encouraged to sort of do these things. Because I, I think there was some poll that was taken that wasn't related to aging, but it was related to blood sugar levels and um, and it was some sort of it was some sort of appalling statistic where essentially it was something like um, most of the people that were polled, like some it was something off the charts, like ninety five percent of the people knew what they had to do to basically lower their blood mm-hmm. sugar levels, but but only like six percent were actually right. doing. So so it's not a matter of not knowing what to do. It's really a matter of how do you how do you motivate the gap between the knowledge and the implementation, right? Exactly. 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 Yeah. Uh, I noticed that, uh, you know, one of the projects that, uh, Leaf is involved with is evaluating, um, nicotinamide, uh, let's see if I get this right, mono nucleotide, mononucleotide, NMN, which is, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the, the kiss and cousin of nicotinamide riboside. Mm-hmm. A lot of research on those compounds as, uh, uh, support for the mitochondria. There's the mitochondrial theory of aging is that as uh-huh. your mitochondria deteriorate, uh, so goes your bodily systems. Uh-huh. Uh, we're, what's up with that? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of evidence that suggests that boosting, um, uh, precursors of, so basically all of these things feed into uh, all of these, you know, NMN, uh, nicotinamide, riboside, a lot of these compounds, or those in particular are precursors to, um, nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide, dinucleotide, which is NAD. So essentially in a nutshell, it, you know, these, it's, this might sound, these molecules might sound like gibberish to most people, but they, they basically, um, you know, they're essentially, um, the critical molecules that, that are required to maintain metabolism in every cell in your body. So essentially they, they move electrons around. Um, and they essentially, you know, your body generates ATP. Uh, which is your primary energy currency. And without NAD and NADH, um, without shuttling these electrons around, um, your, you, your body can't generate the energy that's required to basically to run everything that's required uh, in your cells. And mitochondria are really where, you know, most of this ATP is generated. Um, and your NAD levels, they decline as we age. So there's a lot of evidence suggesting that if we, you know, Im- improve the NAD levels by, by putting in these precursor compounds, um, you can basically optimize the efficiency of ATP production, so optimize the basically the efficiency of mitochondrial function. Um, and then as, as a consequence, um, in kind of one shot, improve you know, the metabolic efficiency of every cell of your body and all of the pathways that are required to basically slow down the aging process, which are essentially longevity maintenance pathways. So any, basically pathways that are required to repair the body. Um, you know, your body is now more effective at doing that. So if your immune system gets better, your, you know, your body's DNA repair mechanisms get better, so on and so forth. So it's sort of a nexus for, for a lot of this, um, a lot of this to happen. So by, by basically getting at the root, um, level, so to speak, and, you know, improving, increasing the level of, of NAD by, by adding in these precursor compounds, you can thereby increase the metabolic efficiency of your cells. And there's, there's a lot of evidence to suggest that that in, indeed, um, is, is, is very effective. Um, so, you know, so like I said, these, you know, by maintaining, maintaining a proper diet and exercise and all of that, yes, you can, you can improve your NAD levels, but you can also, you know, as we age, you can also give the body a kickstart by, by, by adding in these supplements to basically, um, exogenously, um, topping off, if you will, you know, com- components that kind of, um, uh, start to decline as we age. And there's also a, a new 
emphasis on the microbiome as being a mediator of some uh, degenerative processes. And they're now linking the mitochondria to, uh, I'm sorry, the microbiome uh, to degenerative diseases like Parkinson's disease, yeah. and Alzheimer's disease. And, you know, could uh, unlocking uh, the secrets of the microbiome and harnessing the microbiome, could that be at least one plausible pathway to life extension? Yeah, I mean, all of this is all of this is very interlocked, and it's sort of hard hard for me to figure out where the you know where the causation and correlation you know basically fits in because obviously you need a healthy gut to maintain a healthy microbiome, but you need a healthy microbiome to maintain a healthy gut, right? So, so, um, so your microbiome. I mean, we're still trying to figure out everything that your microbiome does, but you know, I mean, not only is it required to essentially. Um, fend off any infectious agents that might might basically come through your gut, but it's also there to synthesize um, vitamins and other necessary, you know, um, compounds that your body needs uh, to maintain its its um, healthy metabolism. So having a healthy gut microbiome is 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 clearly important. Um, so you know my is you know my question is, you know the two two both go together, right? I mean you also need to maintain a healthy gut, which which you know, declines as we age, you know, mm -hmm. to, to maintain your healthy microbiome. So, so there's a lot of, you know, at the root cause, there's a lot of fundamental uh, similarities, but um, when you start kind of moving up and down on the scale, you know, things, things at some level um, might appear to be very complex and at one level they might end up being very simple. It just depends on, on where we go on the scale up and down. So all of these things are very critical, um, but they, you know, they basically, you know, fundamentally, I think it all comes down to um, optimizing the metabolic efficiency of your cells. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a very illuminating discussion. And this, uh, obviously, we just touched on the surface of uh, anti-aging and life extension research. But uh, you can find out more by going to the website of Life Extension Advocacy Foundation there at leafscience.org. And what are some of the resources that people can find there? Oh, um, well, like I mentioned previously, um, if you if you go there, not only will you find our blog, which is very up to date. So we, we're basically, any, you know, the latest research, you know, that you want to basically get a summary on in the field of um, uh, aging research and diseases of aging, you can check it out on our blog. If you want to do a much more deep dive um, at the end, usually the last Tuesday of, of every month. Um, so that's coming up this month. Um, we pick a journal article. And um, we usually blog about it beforehand, and then we do a much more deeper dive. And occasionally we have um, guest speakers from the journal article itself um, hop on. Uh, so we, we, we have that on offer. Um, we also have campaigns that we you know that you can check out on, on Lifespan.io. I think I accidentally said Lifespan.org, but it's Lifespan.io, um, where we basically, um, you know, if you if you really want to put your money where your mouth is, you can certainly fund a research project, mm -hmm. donate some money, and and um, and then see see how that project um, you know see where it goes. Um, and there's a number there's links also to a number of um, YouTube channels that we've collaborated with, where essentially if you if you just want to see a very nice summary, um, a nice uh, kind of a, a cartoon exposition of, of of aging research and and and, and a nice summary of, of where we where we've uh, you know how far we've gotten. Um, in, in research, um, there's certainly, you know, you can, you can click on a YouTube channel uh, that we have links to on our website, um, and you can just kind of sit back and, and kind of uh, enjoy that. Well, great. I mean, uh, I really applaud uh, your research and also, you know, that you take a, a very balanced view of 
you know, all the factors that go into uh, life extension, uh, which is, I think, really, you know, ultimately going to lead us to answers, answers that may be more complex than a quick fix. Uh, but, uh, you know, clearly research is proceeding apace. Uh, and uh, there's major interest uh, from pharmaceutical companies to uh-huh. un- unlock the secrets of aging. And, you know, maybe we'll have uh, plausible strategies uh, in the next uh, decade or two uh, that'll help us uh, avoid degenerative disease, but also uh, really attack fundamentally the process of aging itself. Yeah, I think I think it's it's not going to be one you know there's there's not going to be one magic bullet, but I think there's going to be a, a an accumulation of therapies and therapeutics and lifestyle interventions that bit by bit are going to kind of fit in, um, and you know essentially support one another and um, and enable hopefully all of us to essentially you know be able to run marathons when we're in our nineties and hundreds and and um, and who knows maybe you know leapfrog from there and 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 have bicentenarian marathons at some point. That's an awesome vision. Thank you very much, Dr. Oliver Medvedic. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. The website is leafscience.org. And this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Thanks for joining us. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site, It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com, drhoffmanstore.com.